0: This is B of C Live, the video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up, we connect with Trang Trin. She is the CEO of Trek Brands. They recently announced that they were acquiring AgriFarm. We wanted to connect with her about that acquisition, what it meant for Trek Brands, and how will they will continue to produce products and brands that consumers enjoy. This is Trang Trin. Trang, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Jay. I'm
0: excited to Love have your you. your hat, by the way. Oh, thank you. And I I think you have one. So next time you're gonna to have to wear it. Um uh so uh I wanna talk about Trek Brands. I wanna talk about Trek Brands and AgriFarm. I wanna talk about, well, all the things you're doing because um, well, we like you. That's the first thing. But also I we saw news last week and it's and it's happening. Um Tell us a little bit about the background of Trek Brands, and then we'll get into the latest announcement, if that's okay.
1: Yeah, let's do that. So Trek started in 2019 with the thesis that a brand house is what will drive value to consumers and our shareholders. So think of us like the PepsiCo or the Procter & Gamble in the cannabis sector with the hottest brands. And um, But at the same time, when we started Trek, we also saw... An opportunity to use the spotlight on cannabis, as you know, being a new industry to Canada, to really highlight social good and to, to create a company that leads with values first and also has a give back mission. Um, for me, that was hugely important when I left Deloitte. Was that I was going to be doing something that that I can make a huge impact in. So trust, respect, equality, and compassion are are the values that drives truck brands day in and day out. Um, you know, from everyone that we work with uh, within the company to all of our vendors and suppliers. And the other really cool thing is we get to give back 10% of our profits back to causes that our consumers care about. Um, so fast forward to today, uh, we have over 20 product SKUs across five provinces under our three brands, Wink, Bliss, and Thumbs Up. And we've donated back to causes such as Cannabis Amnesty Canada, Food Banks Canada, Project Warm, just to name a few.
0: I would say, just going back to hats, I see more wink hats than almost any other hats out there. Like just random people on the street. So kudos to whoever is sort of getting the visibility out there on a very small, thank you, uh, very small sample size of me in the West End of Toronto. But it's it's um, it, it's out there, and then uh, so that's been since twenty nineteen. Uh, So 20 SKUs across five provinces and and the mission and values of the company. And then last week, maybe I have the time around, but last week there was a major announcement uh, with other people we know a great deal uh, and feel a great, great deal about. Um, Tell us a little bit about um, Trek and AgriFarm.
1: Yeah, so AgriFarm has been a partner of ours since the inception. They were actually our very first partner that um, helped us launch our inaugural SKU, which was Wink number one pre-rolls, the Super Congo Haze by the Strain Hunters. And I mean, over the past two and a half years, Trek has worked with over 15 plus licensed producers. So the way our business model works is that uh, prior to the AgriFarm combination is that we are just the brand and we've leveraged many other licensed producers to put our brands out into the marketplace. Now, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job at that, um, but our asset light model just came with some inherent values. um, sorry, inherent risk. And, and those are, you know, you really have to rely on your, your third party to deliver on your strategy Um, and I would say that not only is that like time consuming and resource consuming, but it's like, it's really, it's been really draining on the team. Um, so we decided to acquire our best performing licensed producer partner and longest standing partner, which is Iber farm Um, I mean, the deal checked so many boxes for us, our management values were very similar. Um, we've got and both teams are incredible superstars at, you know, true, true track record of executing and bringing cannabis products that consumers want into the market. Um, and we're expanding our brand portfolio by 4X with this acquisition and aligning ourselves with some of like the top hit brands in, in the marketplace who also have similar ethos as ours is delighting the end consumer. And we get to control our supply chain, um, the production and the distribution, um, which means that we're making more money and more margin, which also means we can donate more back to the community as well. I,
0: I really I, I really like this. And that's also, um, it's interesting. Uh, I think companies now, including yours, um, are operating with much more information about what consumers want than certainly you were in 2019 when you know, not every consumer was new. They've used cannabis before, but the marketplace, the the array of products were new. Like, and I think being able to like grow as you have up to now, and then grab the supply chain that comes with it is almost, I would think a better model than the reverse of having a supply chain and trying to like customers, you have the delighting customers part. And now you're trying to backfill the, the sort of product sort of supply chain too.
1: Exactly, and that's always been our thesis from day one. So even with this combination with Egger Farm, we still remain a brand house. and the, And our first focus and foremost is is working on our brands and making sure that we take a consumer and data driven approach. Um, our marketing team has done a ton of strategic thinking around this, of course, and you know, making sure that we're always hitting the right customers and that our products, our campaigns. Um, you know, our our own channels are reflecting who we say we are. And we're just even more excited now to like align ourselves with brands and and products that we haven't considered in our portfolio in the past, such as Purple Hills or Big, um, a lot. These are all production agreements that go out of the agri-farm facility.
0: Yeah, it's almost like there's like a CPA, chartered accountant, management consultant in charge. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, I I learned a lot from my days at Deloitte, so it definitely was the the foundation uh, to to really help me build build truck today.
0: It's interesting, and we'll end with this because we're now you know three years into legalization in Canada. Uh, this past weekend, um, talk a little bit about sort of if you had to project three years hence. I mean, there's lots like here are the ten things we need to fix, and we need to change these five things, and like like thinking about. I mean, I guess rolling that into sort of your thought, but like if we're having this conversation three mm-hmm. years from now, like where do you expect not only trek brands but maybe the sector overall to have evolved? Um, you know, in the next three years.
1: So, a few things I do think more consolidation is going to happen. Um, it, it's inevitable. I feel the the uh, industry is saturated, and and I think that. Um, licensed producers that didn't focus on brand building in the past are going to try to uh, to bring that onto their portfolio, right? So I think we're going to continue to see more of that. I, I do think that, you know, uh, companies are stronger together versus acting on their own, which is why uh, we decided to um, evolve our business model with AgriFarm. But I also think right now, we're actually at an, impo- an inflection point in the industry. We know that Um, the government is reviewing a lot of the cannabis act and for our industry to evolve there's quite a few things that need to be worked on like especially for for us as a brand house I'd love to see marketing and advertising restrictions be loosened or or lifted but also um, other factors that impact our profitability and a lot of that has to do with with excise taxes and um, you know, a, a lot of the taxes that, that are impacting not growers to, um, to packagers, uh, to, to brands, right? Everyone wants to take their, their part of the, um, the market. Exactly, yes. So I, I think that, you know, in a perfect world, three, three to five years from now, those things have been worked on and Canada is a, a leader in the cannabis sector. Um, for the world. And because I think that if we don't, then our neighbors down south in the US or as the, the global market starts to open up, we will fall quickly behind.
0: Yeah, well, um, let's not let it get there. <laughs> let's, let's continue <laughs> to plug away and, and we yes. want to uh, congratulate you and the AgriFarm team for, for, for what you guys are doing together. Um, and for success uh, since 2019. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you down the road and we just wanted to connect to see what the latest was from you and the team. So congratulations. And we look forward to connecting with you.
1: Thank you so much, Jay.
0: Jay, we'll talk soon.
1: Have a great week.
0: You too. It's Trang Trin of Trek Brands. If you like this program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever Ever heard The Show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of ongoing partnerships with Alterna Savings. Cannabis at work, cannabis benchmarks, Ken Can Delta, Gallagher, headset, and Torque and Main. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.